Hi, my name is Amy and I am a personal practice coach for the Brady Group. I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe and you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. So today I'm going to address a question that I hear all the time. How do we handle patients that don't confirm their appointments? So often I get the question, what should we do if a patient doesn't confirm an appointment? Well, <laughs> I have a few thoughts on that. And you guys have heard me say before, when a reservation is made, it's confirmed. And that's kind of the mentality that we need to go with, because uh, as you know, from previous episodes, we've talked a lot about that word confirmation. It kind of leaves the door open for the patient to change their appointment or to cancel, kind of like it's an option. <laughs> and we don't want to do that. So when we going all the way back to you know six months ago, when we make recare reservations, we want to present it like, okay, this reservation is confirmed um, and uh, you're good to go. We'll put it on our calendar. I know you'll have it on your calendar. Uh, would you like a courtesy reminder? Okay. You know, you guys know the patients in your practice that are like, I'm going to be there. They're probably even irritated by the countless texts and everything that you send them. Um, so that's the first thing is let's start off on the right foot by, uh, hey, when this reservation's made, it's confirmed. Uh, now, here's the next thing. Uh, you know, again, you know who those patients are who are chronic abusers. And my question is, why on earth are they even on our schedule? You know, I had somebody say the other day, we are so bombarded, we are so overwhelmed with patients and we can't get people in that want to come in. And so if somebody doesn't confirm, we're just going to cancel them. Well, <laughs> um, if you, uh, again, are wondering whether or not they're going to show up, why are they even on your, your schedule to begin with? And if I were a patient and I had uh, been responsible as far as my appointments are concerned and you canceled me just because I didn't quote unquote confirm, I'd be ticked. And in fact, let me tell you a little story. I, uh, when my girls were younger, they uh, had a pediatrician that was awesome. I loved her, uh, but her, you know, front office team had something uh, left to be desired. They just really, she seemed to have a lot of turnover. They just didn't really have it all together in the relationship department. If they had, they would know that I had never missed an appointment. And especially, you know, I mean, when we have well child checks that we have to schedule at a certain time, several months in advance, you know what, I'm going to be there because I know how hard it is to get in to see her. Well, they would call several times this one particular uh, you know, time when I had an appointment for both of my girls. And, um, you know, I get bombarded with texts. I get bombarded with emails, just like the rest of us. And you have to be selective. You have so much capacity. It's like, oh yeah, that's a text about, yeah, I'm gonna go. And in my mind, I'm thinking I'll be there. Uh, did I respond? No. <laughs> and maybe I'm a horrible patient. I, I don't know, uh, but I didn't respond. And then I, I saw they left a couple of messages. I, I didn't check it because I, I knew, yeah, they're just calling about my appointment uh, for my girls. I'll be there. Well, then I get this call uh, the morning of their appointment and I'm thinking, oh, wow, maybe I better answer this. Maybe they're having to move it or something. So I answer the call and in a really ugly voice, she said, well, we've been trying to get in touch with you. And since you didn't confirm, we've canceled your appointments for today. I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You, you canceled my appointments, my, my well child appointments, because, you know, I made those four months ago. And she said, uh, well, I know, but you never confirmed. 
Well, I was really ticked and I said, you know what, why don't you go back and look at my history uh, and you'll see that I have never no-showed. Well, but we need you to confirm. And I kind of gave her the what for. I, I was really upset and uh, word you know, got through to the doctor and they very quickly rearranged some things and, and got my girls in at another time. Now, again, am I a bad patient? Maybe I am. But uh, I had never no-showed, I had never canceled, and that just really left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, it's not relational at all, it's very transactional. And again, they're kind of setting the stage for uh, people to cancel. And I'm thinking, are you that busy? Have that many numbers coming through that you have to behave this way? I mean, think about how your patients feel and think about the culture that you're creating. Here's the funny thing, one of the, the uh, team members who had um, the practice who was complaining uh, about this particular issue, so funny, you know, I send um, <laughs> reminders, I send ask people to RSVP to our events, I, you know, send out countless reminders, you know, and uh, it's okay, there are several of you that don't respond, that's all right, I just very gently text you the day of or the week of and say, hey, you guys gonna make it this week, hope to see ya. Um, and uh, sometimes you respond, sometimes you don't. Here's what's really funny, is that particular practice that was complaining, guess what? They aren't really the best at responding to our event RSVPs. So set a culture that's right, get people on your schedule that uh, you know are gonna show up, and if you've got chronic abusers, just don't put them on there. Um, I would suggest that you look at the wording on your um, courtesy texts. You know, is it talking about uh, requiring patients to, um, you know, give notice 24 or 48 hours in advance if they're going to cancel? If that's the case, I would remove that verbiage and I would just, this is a courtesy Reminder, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow at two o'clock. We have a one-on-one -on -one reservation with Kim, our hygienist, drive safe. Okay, don't leave the door open for cancellations because here's the funny thing. I don't know about you guys, but um, those patients who would not respond to me when I was hounding them to death weren't planning on showing up anyway or they were gonna be there. And my, the fact, you know, if, if they were gonna call and, and confirm, that wasn't gonna change anything. And the ones who were, oh, maybe trying to hide under the radar and miss their appointment, um, it didn't make any difference, me hounding them. And so, gosh, use your time doing something else. Focus on the relationships for your patients and quit being so, um, you know, dead set on, on requiring confirmations. I see uh, converse, conversations about this all the time on those um, darn dental boards. And by the way, um, don't get your advice there. Uh, please don't get your advice there. I don't want to say there aren't some, uh, you know, good is aren't some some people on those boards that offer some good input. But boy, I see a lot of bandwagoning. I see a lot of people saying in on this particular topic. Oh yeah, if if they don't confirm, we take them off the schedule or we double book. Oh, that's an idea. What if you double book and they both show up? What well, what do you do? <laughs> I mean, guys, come on. This is a, um, now if you're corporate, if you are a very high volume PPO practice, you may, this may be your mode of operation and that's okay. But I'll tell you, the majority of the practices I talk to are wanting to get away from uh, the volume. 
and they're wanting to be able to spend the time with their patients and uh, focus on relationships that really are fulfilling um, for the patient, of course, but also for you. Oh my goodness. You know, I mean, if you uh, get to know your patients enough to know they're coming in and you know that patient who it, they put it on their calendar and in six months they are there and you don't have to send a card, you don't have to remind them, you don't have to text or call, they are there. And you want a patient or a practice full of patients just like that, and uh, we wanna train them that way. You know, treat them like adults. Let's, uh, that's the other thing I wanna offer, one other point here. Let's assume everybody is a uh, responsible, mature a patient that pays their bill, that uh, shows up, that honors your time, that uh, is on time, and that refers to you. Let's assume every patient in your practice is that way until they prove otherwise. Okay? But here's the problem. You have a small percentage of your patients in the practice that are irresponsible, whether it be financially or with their appointment times. Uh, maybe they're those kind of pain in the rear patients, the ones that are little high maintenance that require a lot of attention and i'm not talking about the ones who are a little nervous or scared or anxious we are there to take care of those folks but those who feel like uh, or kind of carry on as if they are your only patient and they demand your attention and they demand to come in when they want to come in <laughs> um wow you know let's uh let's not create um out of a you know as a, a knee-jerk reaction response let's not create a bunch of policies and rules um, in reaction to that very small percentage of your patient population and then inflict it on all of your patients. See, that's what we do. We have um, 99 patients that were great this week, that um, were on time, that paid their bill, that were a pleasure to work with, and we have that one. We have that one patient that maybe didn't confirm, didn't show up and so we say we need a policy we need a new policy that if pa patients don't confirm then we're going to cancel them and so then you inflict that on the other 99 that are responsible and uh, that doesn't fare well let's not create these policies and rules in reaction to the small percentage of your patient base that is responsible honors your time pays their bill etc let's um look at this more on a you know a, a as needed basis okay again let's assume every patient is great responsible does everything until they prove otherwise okay you guys have heard me say before i hope you aren't using the word policy um let's say a patient does uh no show or cancel at the last minute and they're a chronic abuser and they want to reschedule um here's how you deal with that Gosh, I, we'd love to see you. I hate that this hasn't worked out for you real well. Um, in order to be fair to everyone, we're gonna ask that you go ahead and reserve your time with our hygienist with uh, a form of payment. How do you wanna take care of that? Okay, and this is what I call the reverse no-show fee. <laughs> um, you know, if they wanna come in and they're willing to pay ahead of time, that's all right, okay? Uh, but don't keep rescheduling the same patient over and over and over in hopes that they'll show up, okay? And then threatening a uh, fee. Because I don't know about you guys, I haven't been very successful in collecting those fees. And maybe it's just me, but uh, man, you know, you send out statements for the same cancellation or no-show fee over and over and over, and then you, you tack on late fees and you keep sending it out, and then the patient is either avoiding you and you end up writing that off, or they get really ticked 
and uh, don't want to come back anyway. Okay, some of them may pay it, but is it really worth all the time invested and the statement sent and chasing that around? I mean, it's just not worth it. Okay, it's not worth it. And so, um, again, we had talked about cancellations and no-shows in a previous podcast, but the two go hand in hand. I think, uh, again, set up a system to where um, your patients have the understanding that, boy, this is confirmed. This is confirmed. Look at all your verbiage, all your written, unwritten, you know, um, written and verbal uh, communication and make sure that you are instead communicating, we require a certain amount of time to reschedule or cancel, that uh, you change that verbiage to any changes in your reservations affect many people and leave it at that. Now, we've talked before also about uh, if you're going to enforce any of this, if you are a chronic um, appointment changer, if you call your patients frequently and move them around and um, shift things and, you know, it's going to be hard to enforce any of this. In fact, you shouldn't be getting on to your patients uh, for being late or moving their appointments or not confirming if you make a habit of doing the same thing. So look at your systems first. Um, look in the mirror. Let's figure out that as a team, we have proper systems in place, that we aren't in the habit of dishonoring patients' time. And then let's look at how we are uh, communicating, um, how that reservation works and what um, what it means to have a, a reservation in your office, okay? Um, if you are concerned, this is, applies more to hygiene, if you're concerned about the doctor's schedule, as you may know uh, from a previous podcast, we recommend that you always, 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 I don't care how big or small the appointment happens to be, if it's on the doctor's side and it um, involves a financial obligation, we take care of that when the reservation is made. Okay, now some of you are doing that, a lot of you aren't. If you aren't, that is a game changer. You can save so much time and so much stress if you will go ahead and collect when you schedule the appointment. Um, if you are looking for some guidance in how to do that, you can uh, click on the show notes. There is a downloadable link and we'll definitely get that to you. Um, and uh, you can always email me, amy at bradygroupllc.com. If you're looking for any, any resources, any tools, uh, any guidance, we would be happy to, um, to supplement. Thanks so much for being on, and we'll see you next time. Are you looking for some live team training? Register now for our Front Desk Goddess Retreat. We'll be in Jacksonville, Florida, August 13th, and Billings, Montana on January 21st of 2022. We also have a great opportunity for your entire team, our Mission Possible Case Acceptance Super Conference, November 10th through 12th in Phoenix, Arizona. You can find the uh, links to register for both of these great events in our show notes.